All right, if we had some uh, sound guys for our uh, recording, I would put some jingle bell sounds in the background right <laughs> yeah. now. Santa Claus is coming to town. It's that time of year. So on the Primo podcast today, Phil and I are going to be talking about our favorite Christmas gifts of all time. Yeah. Uh, and nothing says the holidays like gift giving. And right. those are the things that when you're a kid really stick out in your memory. Big time. So this is the Primo podcast. Yep. We're going to talk about gifts. Let's do it. So Jump in, Phil. This is, my memory is, you know, waking up on Christmas morning, peeking down at that Christmas tree and just seeing all those gifties under the trees. As Michael Scott would say, nifty gifties. Nifty gifties. I would do that every hour on the hour. I'd I know. Be peeking over the ledge. Is Are the gifts out yet? Are yeah. the gifts out yet? And, and two quote unquote Santa Claus or our parents, yeah. uh, 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 credit. They never got caught. Once. I never remember seeing that. And we used to, too. We would, we'd be up all night checking this damn tree to see when the gifts were going to be there. And I never caught them. No, no. I so maybe mean, Santa is real. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah. Okay. So if we're going to jump into what our favorite gifts are, it. this is something I'm excited about. Okay. This one gets me so bad though. Cause it was a stretch Armstrong. Now that Stretch Armstrong. This is the this is the uh, reinvention of the Stretch Armstrong. Stretch yes. Armstrong being one of those classic uh, kids, kids toys from right. like probably the fifties or sixties. Yeah, comes back in the nineties uh-huh. now with a with a catchy commercial and this guy who can just you can stretch him. He's filled with like the the stress reliever, yeah. kind of goo and everything else like that. And I was so excited about this. I wanted a Stretch Armstrong. I was so pumped about it. I open it up on Christmas morning. I'm like. Here we go. Stretch Armstrong. That Stretch Armstrong was broke that same day, and I uh, never got another one. It, it, what was it? Was it just like it, it stretched it too far? Stre- <laughs> <laughs> stretch Armstrong wasn't that stretchy. He wasn't that stretchable. And I don't know if maybe like the commercials kids, are what screwed it up for you because you saw him like wrapping it around like a. Yeah, a, from room to room yeah. to room. I mean, and yeah, I stretched him too far, and it lasted not even a full day. Well, that's, that's always, uh, there's always going to be, uh, gifts that end up becoming, uh, they break the first day. They don't work. So you're going back, Hey mom and dad, when can we go back to the store and return this piece of crap so I can get something good? So that's like round two of gifts, spending the Christmas money you get and taking back the stuff that either doesn't work or needs to be, uh, returned. And as a kid, I'm thinking, okay, it broke give me a new one. <laughs> and I think, uh, our parents in their mind, they think this thing's a piece of junk. It's going to break. It's going to break again and be right in the same boat. Yeah. Either that or they, for, for that, that was a popular gift at the time. It could yeah. have been gone. It might've been they gone. Yeah. Have, they may have been sold out at that point or just been dealing with countless returns from right. Exactly. Stretched their stretch Armstrong too far. And it's like, I look back on that one and I go, man, I, I maybe that's why it, stays in my mind as one of my favorites because I never got to really play with it like I wanted to. It sounds like this should be on your list of the most disappointing gift you've received, not your favorite. No, because it was it was one that I was so excited about. Though that 12 hours you got to play with your stretch yeah. armstrong. I must have had a lot of fun with I think that these 12 days, hours. These <laughs> days playing with your stretch armstrong takes <laughs> it means something completely different. So different. We won't talk <laughs> we won't talk about that. Uh but my one of my favorite gifts that sticks out and I'm only saying it, uh, you know, if I, if I had this to be a top five list, it would only be number five because yeah. 
rollerblades. Yeah, that's a fantastic gift. But in winter in Michigan, you can't use the damn things. (laughs) You got to wait. And and not only that, there was, you know, there was, you could go down to the local rink. Right. Down, down over at 23 and Van Dyke. If you, if you wanted to, where you could go and have a, a, a roller party or go there for the day over the holiday break. And maybe that was the idea, but I was putting on those rollerblades. And you better believe I was rollerblading all over the basement. Yeah, I was. Uh, that was my way of using. I remember them. doing that. But gosh, when spring came around, rollerblades were one of the most popular uh, items. I think of the, they were of awesome. the early '90s, mid '90s, and they came in those cool purple and turquoise colors <laughs> yeah. because the, those were the colors that were popular back then. But uh, nope. you could pick up some speed with those, and they were actually. They're pretty easy to get the hang of. Yeah, it made skating cool, and it also was yeah the the actual old school roller skates were a little bit tough to to maneuver. I don't think I, I don't think I ever use those things. No, at least I don't think so either. No, and rollerblades. I mean, we probably wore those wheels out quick. I mean, we used to. I remember skating around in the basement. Then when, like you said, when. Uh, the, the nice weather hit. I mean, we were outside rollerblading you'd everywhere. You'd go to Stony Creek, you'd yeah. take your blades, you'd get on the trails, and people, you could pick up some speed with those things. And now, the more I think about it, I might go treat myself to a pair of rollerblades. I want, I want to bring those back. Bring let's back. Get, uh, <laughs> you let's get yourself get some rollerblades and I'll get a stretch arm strong. Well, I'm gonna, <laughs> if, I, if I get the rollerblades, I'm getting a freaking fanny pack to go with it <laughs> yeah. because that's how we used to roll back in the day. Bring back so the that old was a school. fun that was a fun gift I had. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I think that's a really good one. Um next on my list um is a snowboard. Now, this isn't any snowboard. <laughs> this is a snow and I know you got one too. I did get one too. I don't think I yeah. necessarily asked for it. No, but, I don't think I did either. But it was uh it, I I got the same one and I know what you're talking about. I, and I love that thing. It was a like a nice snowboard. It was like a big piece of plastic, but it had a string to it. Your feet didn't go these aren't inside. The, these aren't the professional snowboards where it like no. locks in your boots and you right. you can go down. And it's it, it was kind of like a, a stand up where you you have the the, the rope yep. like Phil said with the handle, right? And you hold on to it and you go down the sledding hill uh, instead of a sled. You're yeah. going on this snowboard, and you could sit on it because it kind of got. The, it took a while to get the hang of it. Um, the We would go down to the big hill over on Morton Street there yep. in town uh-huh. and go down the hill. Uh, that was always a special treat. Now, yep. I do remember, though, the dangers of this thing. I don't <laughs> yeah. know if you were... So I don't remember if it was you or me. But, I don't know. But okay, so here's what happened with this snowboard. Somebody was sitting on it at the time. Yeah. And they go down the hill... And they hit a bump. Yeah. Now, as this snowboard <laughs> hits the bump, right? It turns. Yep. Perpendicular <laughs> in midair. And guess what happens when it turns perpendicular? You sit on it. The person landed <laughs> on it, and it went right in the crotch. Yeah. Perpendicular. You land on it. It's one of those where you tense up yep. just from just from uh, uh, thinking about it. Yeah. And. That was when everybody was like, okay, this might be a safety hazard here. This snowboard is not safe for a seven or eight-year-old to be going down the hill on. Let's stick to the sled. Well, yeah, and not just that, but another thing that was very dangerous about those where, okay, so your feet aren't, you know, in 
into the uh, snowboard like it like you would be a regular one. It didn't have like the clasps. So once you let go of that snowboard, it was fairly a fairly heavy piece of plastic. Oh, it was like a rock it's shooting down the hill. And I remember just Watch like your face. Yeah, it, it, it it did. You're right. It would go flying. It picked up speed, and it was yeah, it was good. Maybe a three inches thick. I mean, of hard plastic, that thing, and it had a point at the end of it. And I think it had blades underneath. It did. It had metal the, blades. Yeah. So once you let go of that thing, it went flying down that hill. And I remember a couple of times kids just getting popped with those things. Yeah. And it's, uh, you got to watch your face. No doubt with that. Yep. Um, so uh, number four on my list was the Nerf bow and arrow. Oh, do you remember man, that? I do. The, the the Nerf bow and arrow. They yeah. had the commercial and everything, and I wanted one of those so bad. And we got one. You got yeah, one. Yeah, I got, I got one, too. one. So we could we could have uh, fights, fights with those things. Uh, you you load up those yellow arrows with the <laughs> yeah. blue fins, yep. and they would go on there. You'd pull back like uh, like Robin Hood, yeah, and just let that puppy go. And those suckers would fly. And they were, I mean, they were. Uh, you know, it, it, they didn't go too fast, but I mean, you we had some some great battles yeah. with the Nerf bow and arrow back and forth, and they held up pretty well. I mean, I remember those working for a long time. It wasn't like your Stretch Armstrong where it was no. one and done. We got we got our use out of those things, but then yeah. the only only problem is uh-huh. this is the problem with those when you'd even get a little bit of bend in those arrows oh, yeah. they were going all over the place yeah. they were like wobbling back and forth like a yeah. dead fish they did not uh they didn't it was very hard at that point to be accurate with for anything. sure but i mean shout out to nerf because i mean back then they and still i think they still make brand new stuff they make a great product i mean it, when you have that nerf stuff it doesn't hurt at all to get hit with no. it it's so much fun i mean you can have hours and hours of fun with the all that nerf stuff but you got to keep track of your arrows that's yeah. all yeah, exactly. Those those were those were hard to come by, and we we never got any like <laughs> no we didn't get or anything no. like that. It, uh-uh. it was by the t- by the time it was all said and done, I think there were two arrows floating floating yeah. around with pieces of tape on the end to try to straighten it out. And yeah, but that I think that's a great a great one, a good pick. So and once again in those fun colors, like the 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 pink, yeah. yellow, and blue, everything was bright. Yeah, exactly. Um, so my next one is going to be. A uh, my creepy crawler uh, oven that I got. I remember you getting that, and that yep. wasn't uh, that wasn't up my alley. I didn't really, uh, I wasn't into that too much. But yep. uh, it, basically, it was an easy bake oven for boys. Yeah, and you got to cook uh, creepy crawlers in there, which is really weird because I hate bugs. I always have. But I love those little creepy crawlers. Oh, wait, do you hate bugs because of the creepy crawler set? Or maybe could and I th- be. there was actually a creepy crawler like Saturday morning cartoon show at one point. I, rem- yeah. I remember. No, I remember that. And I mean, the the thing with the creepy crawlers that was so cool is that like you put this liquid in there, you cooked them up, and I mean, you had like kind of a new toy. Yeah. Every time you put them in there, and they had sold the different molds and stuff. I used to bring those things to school. I remember. Was it hard to get the mold? Was it did it like stick to the mold or did no, it come out pretty easily? From what I remember, it was pretty good quality wise. And I used to pull those babies out and I used to take, it's so weird. I don't know why I did this, but I had like little butter dishes 
that it was like little plastic round butter dishes. And I would put all my creepy crawlers in the butter dish, bring them to school, and then we would trade them. I would trade we them with sh- kids. We should ask mom and dad if there were any parent-teacher conferences as a result of <laughs> yeah. you bringing these. The, you're the kid with the creepy crawlers in the tub. Well, I think I sold them a couple times, too, and I ended up getting what told do you, to stop doing that. What do you get for a creepy crawler? Quarter. Quarter for a creepy charge, crawler? Yeah, which, I mean, they weren't... That's pretty damn good. See, and that's the thing is, like, you think... A quarter for a creepy crawler seems like a lot. Well, if you don't have a creepy crawler machine at home, you can't make creepy crawlers. Do they still make creepy crawlers? I have no idea. I I mean, I would assume that there's things out there that are similar. I still want to know how the hell it 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 heated that up enough with that lamp yeah. to where it like actually like hardened this liquid mold. I mean, I rem- I, yep. I remember that it was it was definitely uh uh, a cool thing, and I think a yeah. lot of people would remember that. Um, I remember set. like looking in, like watching them cook, and I mean, it did. It took a little bit of time, but it was it was cool. I liked them. My number three on the list, I've got my starter jacket. We, yeah. we talked about starter jackets yep. previously um, in a, in another podcast, but that was one of those things I got as a Christmas gift. It was my Detroit Vipers one. Uh, and it, the, the purple jacket with the turquoise, who we see a theme here with colors, but yeah. I think I probably got that the same time as my rollerblades. So yeah. it's like rollerblades, check hockey jacket, check. You were a cool nineties kid. Mighty ducks movie. Check. Yeah. We, you know, then you're, you're off to the races at that point. And that was, uh, that was just a really cool gift. And you usually as a kid, you don't really like getting clothes, but yeah. like that starter jacket stands out in my head where it was just like really, really, uh, a fun, uh, gift that I, I, I wanted, you know, and it, yeah, it was those, sure. those starter jackets were everybody had one. So yep. I had to get it. No, I'm, I'm with you on that one. That was definitely something that I think every kid got growing up and it was perfect because you could throw it on. It was already cold outside. You didn't yep. have to wait like your rollerblades. True. Um, so my number two is going to be Actually, it's a video game that I got. Okay. And this was a game that I think all four of us, uh, me, you, and our two other brothers, we got it from our grandma. And normally, grandma gave us a check for 10 bucks that we had to <laughs> wait to cash. Um, but hey, don't, don't cash this until after the new year. <laughs> right. But this one year, she bought us Cruising World. It was a oh, okay. uh, video game. And she got that for the four of us as like a group gift. And that... That video game that was, fun. was a great game. Cruising the World was kind of like it started out as an arcade game. Yeah. It was the ones where you'd go to like Major Magic or Chuck E. Cheese yep. and you'd see them there and they've got uh um you know, they've got the, like the driver seat with yeah. the the steering wheel and the brakes and everything else like that and it was that was for what? Super Nintendo Phil? Yeah, I believe so. And we used to I mean, that was one. No, I think that was for 64. And 64. Okay, you might be right. But yeah, I mean, that to me was one of the funnest video games. It wasn't one that we asked for. It wasn't something I wanted, but it ended up being just such a fun Choose racing your car. game. <laughs> yeah. And it had like the little uh, truck with the three wheels on it. It had, I mean, it had a little bit of everything. And sure. that one stood out in my mind as a gift that I really enjoyed growing up. I still think... Uh, through the lifehood of that game, I think I still held the top score. You might have. I can't remember, but that was, that was definitely something. The video games were always a good gift, but sometimes they were a huge letdown. Oh, video games could be flops back then. Yeah. I remember there were times where you'd get, get it. You'd play it that day and you're like, I'm taking this back. (laughs) Yeah. This game sucks. Yeah. We're not, Hey, Kmart open up because I don't want this game. 
you're gonna take you're gonna take it back, and I'm swapping it out for Madden '97. Right. And that was, I think, one of the times where I was pleasantly surprised by a game that I didn't really that Grandma picked out for. Grandma it. picked out, and I think it might have been we used to play an arcade game up in uh, she lived up in Gaylord, and we used to go up there and we used to play an arcade game that was well, like cool. that. Yeah, that's so cool. that was a fun one that I I remember. All right, so next one on my list was uh, the air hockey table that we got back in the day. Yep. So I feel like this is approaching your list. You, you pulled took, my number one. Number one. Yep. Uh, the air hockey table was one of those sur- surprise gifts. Yeah. After everything else had been opened, go into the basement, which, which once again, how the hell they hid this? I don't know. Because I don't, this was wasn't huge. one of those rinky dink air hockey tables. This nope. was the most legit air hockey table I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. This thing was huge. Heavy, a ton of sturdy. Room, and we got so much use out of that thing. Yeah. Um, it, it was, the, the quality of it was just unbelievable. Yeah, and not what I was used to. <laughs> I mean, we yeah. got a foosball table. It was a little, eh, you know, chintzy. But that that air hockey table, it had like the NHL logo on yep. the, in the middle. It was, I mean, that was like a legit table. Yeah, and you you would power it up, and that it, would, it was never one of those where it would get, stuck in some areas where there wasn't no. enough air that thing lifted right off and boy you, <laughs> you could get those pucks yeah. flying I, I mean those things would soar at your head at times yeah and you had to duck and cover uh because <laughs> those if you got going too fast yeah. as we got older it got more intense yeah and you get mad at somebody you're losing and you just nail that puck and it would i mean it flew or how how many times would somebody lose in the 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 handle or the <laughs> yeah. little whatever you want to call it <laughs> right that you, that you knock it around with with it would get thrown across the right. room and somebody would would put a hole in the wall out I know. of anger because they lost the air hockey game. That was probably me most of the time, but Sean well, as well. Well, that's the thing too, though, is those type of games, that to me as a parent is kind of a risky thing when you buy something like that. Well, that's why it ended up in the basement. Right, exactly. You got these four kids down there just whipping these pucks around, but it was, I mean, that... I think I have, I have really good memories of playing that game. Oh, yeah, and it was we, one of my favorites. I think over that was one of those where it didn't matter what your video game was. It didn't matter no. what other toys you got. You were playing with that, and you were kind of locked into that, and you just got some serious games going uh, back and forth. So sorry I poached your number one. That's okay. Um, which would mean, well, what is my number one? What is your number one? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I, and I thought that the would action be... Figures, I though that was like the the gift of uh, of more so than anything else that I just had to have. I loved Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Uh, I needed all the action figures, so anything I got, whether it was, and I don't, I, I think I ended up with a bunch of Raphaels because I <laughs> yeah. liked I liked Raphael the best, and uh-huh. so I ended up with a lot of uh, uh, foot soldiers and uh, Raphael toys. Yeah. But uh, they were cool. They came with their each one came with their own weapon, and I had the the uh, the the pizza shooter. I had the turtle oh. van. You know uh, everything. It was just the uh, the best action figure of the eighties, uh, late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, awesome. And see, for me, I was going to put the Ninja Turtles on my list also, but when I really started thinking about it, I'm like. That wasn't really my thing. It, like I loved the Ninja Turtle stuff, but I was a little bit young for that. Yeah, I I brought you into it, right? And it wasn't, you know, we we I think we both had the the bedspreads and the, yeah, we the did. sheets and yep. everything else like that. And 
but yeah, I, it was definitely more my thing than it was yours for sure. And I, I think I liked Splinter. He was my favorite. Which why? I know what that's kid, <laughs> what kid has Splinter as their favorite. I have no idea. I, I don't like know it, what it at was. Least throw out like a Casey Jones or something no. like that. Bebop Rocksteady. That's fine. <laughs> no. Throw that out my way. But when you start saying Splinter's my favorite, I got a question. Like who? Who are well, you? Well, and I agree, and that's why I didn't put him on my list because I'm like, if Splinter was my favorite, um, I don't think I was into it enough. And yeah, I think clearly not. Yeah, and it was a fun thing because do you remember too? I had a Splinter cake that Dad made back in the day. I could probably I do, find I do a picture of that, it. Actually, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. For me, I remember those. I remember having fun with them, but it was not on my favorite. And what's kind of weird is that I kind of noticed a theme here, which I didn't notice when I was making the list. But most of these gifts are things that I didn't ask for. The oh, Stretch Armstrong was, but the rest of them, I don't think I asked for any of those gifts. Yeah, I think I, I mean, my list, I would say mo- almost everything I asked for. Yeah. I, I knew what I wanted. Not as much as our brother, Sean, who used to go through no. detailed detailed right. lists where he would highlight it and he'd have a top top ranking of all these items he wanted. But however, it would change. Yeah. So there was a one, two, three, but if you can't get number two, <sighs> right. then for some reason, like number five turned into number two instead yeah. of number three moving up to number two. Yeah, the system was so... Uh, uh, complicated it to was. follow. You yep. needed like a ledger to just like go through everything and, and really work it out. But Hey, the kid always got what he wanted. Well, that, and it made shopping for him super easy because you've just picked from as long as you could decipher his, uh, his code, then you could buy for him pretty easily. Well, full disclosure, the kid is pushing 30 and yeah. he still makes lists like still that. got a list. He still has a list like that, but, uh, we want to hear about your favorite Christmas gifts too, because everybody's got that one that stands out. Yep. What is your red Ryder BB gun? What is your <laughs> yeah. teenage mutant Ninja turtle? What is your air hockey table? Right. We want to know tweet us at, uh, at primo Tees on Twitter or at primo Phil or on Instagram. You can find me at primo USA Phil. You can find at primo Phil. Once uh-huh. again, that was the Primo podcast. Hope you guys have a great Christmas and you get everything you want from Santa. Don't end up on that naughty list. And don't <laughs> yeah. forget, content is king and the struggle is real. Yeah.